you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, the legit boss, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Lars. Yeah, welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the little notify bell next to it to make sure you're always getting your new Going In Raw notifications. We're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Steve and Larson. We have a variety, a variety of rewards here, Larson, uh, that are fantastic. And uh, it really goes a, a long way, long, long way towards uh, uh, helping going in Ron, making yes. sure that we stay alive. Oh, without the the generous support of our patrons, there's no way we could be doing this. That is true. Uh, and starting at the one dollar mark, uh, not only do you get the show ad free, you're able to import your RSS feed into whatever podcast app you're using. You also get a shout out here on the show. Later on today, we're going to do a bonus episode of Going In Raw for our $5 and up patrons. Correct. We do five of those a week at the $5 mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a couple new patrons. New, new, new. Uh, let's see here. We have Christopher Ramirez, uh, Vishnu Mambakam. Uh, we have a second, another uh, uh, Dixon Cider. You get it now? Yes, all right. I do. All right, because it sounds yeah. like. Mm. Mm. But this is. I check. I was like, wait, is this somebody who dropped out and then re-upped? No, it's a. It's a different email. Wow. We have two patrons that go by the name Dixon Cider. Uh, so maybe we'll get a third. I don't know. Philip Hunter and Josh McCall also. Thank you, everybody. No nasty innuendos within those names. No. that I can tell. Anyways, no. so I'm. We're so old sometimes. We're hilariously old sometimes. We are old sometimes, yes. Anyways. Um, so, yeah, thank you very, very, yes, very much. Yes, thank you very much. For your support. Later on today uh, at YouTube.com. No, at Twitch. I think what we're doing on the Twitch. Yeah, we'll do it on Twitch. Okay, yeah, the Twitch.t. We're still figuring out, even after all this time, <laughs> like, what do we do? Do we do on the Twitch? Do we do on the YouTube? Try it on the other one today. Yeah, we're going to do it on the Twitch today. We Steven Larson book Elimination Chamber. Yeah. That's going down. Heck of a show we got planned, too. Oh, man. Wow. Really quick, what's the main event? Well, it's the Elimination Chamber match for the Undisputed. It's Undisputed. Undisputed. Well, Baron has it, so it's kind of Undisputed. Yeah. So you got your champion, Baron Corbin, taking on Undertaker, Brock Lesnar. Mutant Hunter, Jinder Mahal. Mutant Hunter, Jinder Mahal, uh, Chill Roman. Yeah. And Raw Gate Mutant. (laughs) That's right. That's great stuff. Main event. So check it out. Muted. Probably around one ish. Uh, Between one and two, I would say. Yeah, around. Well, yeah, just hit us up on the Twitter. Just follow us at Twitch. Well, we'll let everybody know. We'll give, what, we'll give people fifteen minute heads up. Something like that. Yeah, we could do that. We could do that. Uh, let's talk. I have not checked the community tab poll. I am. I am oh. really curious. I wonder is Charlotte just so toxic that she turned off everybody? No, it's not Charlotte. I don't think it's toxic. It's just the way. 
I don't know, it was a clumsy way to handle things. Like, I understand the overall general point. They're getting McMahons involved to get extra babyface heat on Becky um, in hopes of getting her over even more. I understand it. It was just so clumsily executed. Oh, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I thought it was really good. Uh, yeah, I liked it. I thought when Charlotte came out with that shit-eating grin on her face, it was If you take the individual perfect. details, here's the thing that bugs me. There's a couple things. One that gives me pause and one that kind of bugs. Uh, I kind of feel like if they had ordered the end promo, the sequence of events a little differently, it might have come off better. For example... Better in how better? Like better people, won't be, people might not be dumping over it so much. Well, people are dumping on it because they don't want Charlotte to be I understand that. But there, there's little character beats, I think, that I feel like people are, are, are irritated by based on what I've read on Twitter. Uh, so if, we, if they did it this way, if, Becky's, if at the end Becky comes out, Triple H, Steph come out, uh, they talk to her, they, they talk a little bit back and forth. And if Becky looks at Triple H and Steph and says, all right, if I'm going to say this, I want all assurances that my road is clear. Yeah. You know, because her saying, I'm sorry, didn't bother me because she kind of did it in an offhanded ways. Like, all right, let's get this over with. I'm sorry. Move no, on. I like that too. That was fine. That didn't bother me at all. Because um, um, she, it was, it was one of the, in terms of character development, is one of the few times where she kind of had to swallow her pride and say, all right, if I can't let this get in the way of achieving, achieving the larger picture of my dream made of ending WrestleMania. Totally fine. Didn't bother me. I don't think she'd lose any baby face heat because of it. But if they had done, I feel like if they had done it this way, she says, all right, I, w- I want all, ass- all assurances that if I do this, then path is clear. No more roadblocks. You're not going to screw me over in any way because I don't trust you. And Triple H says, yeah, done deal. Stephanie, yeah, sure. And she goes, okay, let's get this out of the way then. Uh, hit cue, cue Vince's music. He interrupts her saying, I'm sorry. And then he comes out. He should have milked that moment a hell of a lot more. Vince has come out. WrestleMania. He like stumbled over his first line. Like if he interrupted, oh, I'm sorry. You're asking. He stumbled over his first line. You're asking him for more. He needed. You to, wanted more, Vince. I wanted. I, it felt like the moment like that needed to be milked a lot more. But the problem is, Vince doesn't want to be on TV, and it shows. Anyways, <laughs> I'm just saying from a narrative standpoint, this one made more sense to me. He comes out and he's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! What you did is well beyond the realm of apology." Um, and and what's more, being the show, you called me out. I'm not going to take that. You're not the man. I'm the man. And because of that, this is going to happen. Just go into a bit more. Milk that moment. So when he says, this is what's going to happen now. Becky, you're suspended for 60 days. That takes you past mania. Oops. You know, and then really stick it to her and say, by the way, here's who's replacing you. Like instead of having it be like a minute and a half little thing that he did, which is basically what it was. Give it like five minutes. Really milk oh it. Oh my God. Milk no, it. no. Milk it. Have there be some back and forth. I don't her know. And, and I, I think that, I think that's just belaboring the point. But I in mean, the end, I think that's kind of a small quibble too. Like essentially they did what you're, what you're saying should have been done. You just, just like you wanted to, to extend it a bit more. No, I wanted, I wanted Becky to be interrupted when she was in the midst of her apology. Yeah. Like but Vince her come- apology was very, very quick. And I think yeah, they needed to get that out of the way because it's like, okay, she did the one thing that really, she really well, had to dig, dig deep for. I feel it kind of seems to me like if she was on, she was, like if her saying, all right, I get, I get your assurances, Triple H to Stephanie, I'm going to get what I want. Here I go, I'm going to give it to you. And then it's interrupted by Vince. Because mm-hmm. like, why really, if she apologized to Triple H to Stephanie, why is Vince going to come out and say, oh no, that's not good enough. She didn't, she didn't wrong him in any way. Well, she no, yeah, she did. She wronged his. She like beat the crap out of her family and humiliated his well, his, his real son. That's that's business between the three of them. 
What does he have to nah, concern man, himself with that, that? That's all about Vince. I, I was to, I was totally fine with it. And in fact, I, it's funny because like last night, the way they pulled it off, and I know a lot of people have problems, and that's totally fine. You're entitled to your opinion. Uh, I'm actually kind. Of, I'm I'm into the idea the way they're doing it. I'm into the idea of Charlotte being in this match now. I, I look because here's the thing. There's a couple things you can't really argue with. Number one, and well, I mean, I'm sure people will. I personally think it's kind of ridiculous to argue with the, the idea that Charlotte's a terrific wrestler. Yeah, you're yeah. Right. she's a terrific no, wrestler. wrestler. She'll add a lot to the match without a doubt. I guess I'm still of the opinion that <clears throat> Becky Ronda 101 is the, the money match that people want to see. Yeah, but in the end, and I think you can, the better match is the one that I'd want to see. And I look at, I look at this. I look at, you go back to 2004. You look at Chris Benoit winning the Rumble. HBK inserting himself in that match. And you had one of the best mania main events in history. Yeah. And who's the guy who was tapping out in that match? Triple H. Mm-hmm. Same guy who's booking this match. So that adds some confidence to me. Everything they've done with Ronda Rousey so far in terms of her story and everything they've done really with Becky with her story has been pretty much top notch. And I think you add Triple H sort of overseeing this. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be, I'll put it this way. From a wrestling perspective, I think it's going to be the better match. Oh, yeah. I think what the the only thing, like, as long as the ending, the ending, I think, needs uh, Becky tapping out Ronda for it to be as effective as it needs to be. Yeah, that's a huge huge if, though, because uh, I still feel like with Charlotte in the match, whether Ronda takes time off or not, Charlotte's in that match essentially to take the loss. I don't know that's the case. I don't, I don't know, know that's, that's the case. case. That's what my gut's telling me. And if that's the case, it's Triple been, H was the champion in 2004. I understand. And he tapped out. I, I understand. think he understands. But the situation what it means is vastly different for where they the see the person Ronda, to go over to tap out Ronda, the champion. I understand that, but they still see Ronda as a huge money uh, maker for the company. Triple H still saw himself as a big money maker for the it's company. It's completely too. different. This is completely different where Ronda's got mainstream appeal that Triple H can only dream about. Um, uh, and I'm still worried, and let's say it's a certainty, that they're having Charlotte in there to have Becky go over, but for Ronda not to take the loss. I don't know what, I don't, I don't understand. Like, so I, I get the general idea of what you're saying, uh, but I, I think they think of Charlotte a lot more than that. Just oh, to they stick do, definitely. her in there. Just they definitely do because, I mean, as you said, she, she will add a lot to the match. The match will probably be better well, with her. The perception it. of Charlotte Flair to the McMahons, I think, I think is a bit bigger I think it's bigger than, than than you are suggesting in that I don't think they would simply add her to a match no, no, to no, take no. a tap. I don't think that's the case. That's the only motivation for it. I think that they think it's, it enhances the marquee value of the match. And that's, you know, some people will agree, some people won't. Mm-hmm. But I think her function within the mechanics of the match is ultimately going to be the one who takes the loss. So neither Ronda or Becky have to eat a pin or tap out. Well, I know Becky ain't losing that match. No. Uh, you look at another triple threat that we both highly uh, value and the story leading up to it. Here's another problem with going simply Becky versus Ronda, which we don't know. They might still do. There yeah, was that, entirely possible. There was that advertised match uh, or the leaked advertised it's match. So fast not leaked. That was from the venue itself. Yeah, but just like Dean Nia Jax, it could be like just putting it on there. Well, no, they, up, they apparently updated. updated the card recently to make it a triple threat for the WWE title, but still Becky versus Charlotte 101. But at this mm. point now, it more feels like Becky, that match is going to be for Becky's opportunity to get back in the match versus... Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. And I think Charlotte is going to be in the match. We don't know that for sure. But you're right. I mean, it feels that way. Um, there's still two months, less, little less than two yeah. months between now and Mania. And I'm just not sure. I, here's the thing. This is, this is the thing that I like about this, about how it went down last night. 
it's funny because I think it was uh, uh, Ryan, Ryan Satin on, on Twitter, I think, said something like, uh, wait a second. So I think it was him. I know he said this about Seth Dean, which was ridiculous. Um, but he said some long lines of, uh, so the McMahons were, they said, we're the authority. I think Bonnie, a lot of people were saying this. The McMahons said, we're the authority, and, and they're good guys two months ago or a month ago. And, and now they're bad guys again or whatever. Vince is bad guy again, which I'm actually totally fine with because it's kind of like when they came out at Christmas time and they said, you're now the authority. That was more of a, hey, everybody, we're the actors in this thing and we're the producers of this play. And, and this is how we're going to tell the story now. We're listening to you and we're going to change things up. And then they go back into character. So I'm even fine with that. The problem is, you, or, or the thing that I like about it is you go back to WrestleMania 30 and you got this, and granted, circumstances were different. They were kind of forced to put Daniel Bryan into that match. But, like, we had twists and from, from Rumble to Mania. We had a story that was going a couple different places. And who's going to be in this match? And here you have kind of the same thing. Charlotte comes out. Okay, well, how are we going to get to Mania where it is the triple threat or just Becky versus Ronda? We have kind of a story now. Whereas before, like, I mean, how many times can you hear Ronda Rousey come out and cut this like really, really rambling, very fast promo about being a, a you know murdering people and, and ripping arms off, and how much of a Twitter, like how much of a build would that really have been if it was just a one-on-one match? Well, let me ask you, know? you how excited were people for the match at Survivor Series? Insanely, because it was like, what, when did that match get built? Though, like when would that? When did that about match? About, about a month out. The, yeah, it was like a month out, and plus just, it was a fresh thing. I think if Becky just talks shit to Ronda Rousey on Twitter, that's all people really want. No, it's not. No, it it's is. not. That's it not is. compelling TV. You don't want that for two months. You don't want that for sixty days. That's what people man. really want. No, it's not. No, it's not. You, what are you going to do? Like, I know we do that for Stephen Larson Book Raw. We put a tweet up on the screen. Yeah, it works. Yeah, it works for us because it's it's. <laughs> WWE like half their storylines are booked on Twitter, these days. and that's a big problem. Um, that's a big problem. I'm kind of tired. I understand all your points. Harkening back to previous WrestleMania, I'm just kind of tired of using the, the, the McMahons as a storytelling crutch. It's like, oh, we need it. Because here's the thing. When it's effective, I'm okay with it. Eh, I just feel like there's, there is a more... I, it granted, gives a big big fight feel, man. Yeah, that's, my worry is that they feel like, okay, this match isn't going to sell itself based on the merits of the, the competitors oh, in it. I don't know. So let's that. insert the McMahons into it and make it feel... Like it has marquee value. I when don't know. when we saw in the build of Survivor Series, as short as what it was, people were hype, hyped for Ronda versus Becky because they didn't think they were going to get it, and it happened like all of a sudden. It was a month out of the pay per view it was announced. It was like the Raw or SmackDown after. Yeah, and Becky. When, did, when did Becky get hot? At SummerSlam. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like what late August. Yeah. Yeah. Two months later, she had, when she was champion, they were doing champion versus champion. They announced or less than that. Yeah. Whatever that the October pay per view was, she won the title at Hell in a Cell in September. Hell in a Cell in September, yeah. And then after the next pay per view, when she successfully de- defended it, I guess it was by DQ, it was announced okay, she's going to take on Ronda. Yeah, or height. There were just things happen. There was like a story progression there. There was like the Raw that she came out and got decked or whatever. Here's another issue. A lot of people are, are asking here in chat. Was that was that leave for Oscar kickoff so, show? Kickoff show. I still kind of feel like two marquee women's matches would be my preferred way to go yeah this is this is this is the bigger deal uh i don't disagree look i'm not here's saying, another thing i'm not saying everything's perfect no here's another thing you know, kick off i don't want another situation like wrestlemania 2000 where everybody's got a mcmahon in their corner i re- i was literally just thinking about that when you said i don't like the mcmahon's being inside. i'm like because they're not gonna go in their corner they might they might with the image of vince raising charlotte's arm who's it says, gonna be in becky what mcmahon is gonna be in becky's corner it's probably be stephanie 
She just had her arm ripped off last week. Why would she be in Becky's corner? No, she wouldn't. But I mean, if you're gonna if 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 you're gonna look or Shane, Shane's supposed to be on Raw too. He's gonna be in a championship tag team. Yeah, I know. And if if he's not too there's not McMahon's in the corners. I don't know, man. We're the authority, man. No, we're not. No, we're really not. Uh, yeah, not the image of, of Vince raising Charlotte's arm saying, this is what you're going to see at the end of WrestleMania. <laughs> you better get used to this, Ronda. Oh, man. I don't know. I'm just, look, I think that Triple H has done a really, really good job with what he's put his hands on uh, as far as the main roster is concerned that we know of. I mean, look at WrestleMania, Ronda's debut WrestleMania match last year. I thought it was like the most fun thing on the card. And uh, I don't know. I get the feeling that they've got an actual story they're going to tell. Yeah, and I'm into. It. I'm will, I'm willing to give them the benefit. No, of the doubt. I'm not. I'm not. There's not a lot. I'm willing to give the benefit of the doubt. I'm not going to disregard it entirely. It's just there's. I don't know. I just feel like it's the same. It's a story we've seen before. I'd rather see some an interesting, different take on it. So that's just me. All right. Anyways, uh, but overall, yeah. So I'm looking at both. I put a poll on the Patreon for our patrons, mm-hmm. and I also put one. And it is, yeah, clearly. Uh, somewhere in between that has come out. Right. That's kind of a top. weird show. We've got uh, 25 people. Although, uh, yeah, no, it's actually kind of the 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 distribution is is virtually pretty similar. Kind of, yeah. It's it's except for the didn't watches. The didn't watch plan to watch later on Patreon is exactly uh, the same between do not plan to and do plan to watch to. But the percentages of yay, nays, and Basically between same. Is somewhere in between. comparable to what's on Patreon. Yeah, is. the majority of people, although it is a really close one, like 34% on uh, YouTube, the community tab poll said somewhere in between. They don't have percentages here on Patreon. About the same. Is this percentage or, or votes. total votes? Total votes on Patreon. 25 of the total votes went to Raw with somewhere in between. Uh, 22% gave it a nay. 17 votes gave it a nay on the on the Patreon over on YouTube. 12% gave it a yay. 14 votes out of a total of, I don't my math is terrible, 20, 30, 40, what's that, 47, 64, 70, 81 or so. Yeah, whatever. Not a big math person. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there, there was some split. But, I mean, 12, 12% yay, so... 46% said it was either yay or somewhere in between. So, uh, no, I thought it was. And then, of course, we had kind of, you know, that was that sort of overshadowed a uh, big title win mm-hmm. for the revival. What did you think about that? That was cool. I love that finish. Yeah, it was a good finish. That finish was, yeah, that finish great. was great. But then you had weird stuff like this whole Elias thing where it felt like they were trying to play off him getting interrupted, but it seemed like they were having production issues. It did come off. It came off like they were having production. Like issues. we've you you knew that they weren't right. You knew that that was just the gimmick. Yeah, it just looked ugly though. It, yeah, it was really clumsy. Yeah, it was pretty clumsy. I thought that was I thought that was super weak. I thought the weakest bit for Raw for me last night, what made it feel like it was a million hours long, was the entirety of the mid card was Finn Balor, Drew McIntyre, that took Braun almost Strowman. an entire hour. I know. That was there were like eight matches, all with the same people in the same amount of time, and it just kept on. Getting, oh, it was terrible. It was too much. That was man. That was bad. In the end, didn't really advance the story a whole lot. No, it all it did was serve to. It gave us the math that Finn's going to get screwed out of the IC title. Yeah, so we kind of knew that anyways. When it was a handicap match. Yeah, that's weird. Also, um, anyway, show kicked off with Stephanie and Triple H in the ring. They hype up the elimination chamber card. I mean, honestly, until they started talking about it, I was like, oh, yeah. I kind of forgot Elimination Chamber was this weekend. But it is. No, I didn't. 
think it's a shame, man. They've been talking about those women tag titles. All I know. I'm excited about now. that in the men's yeah. elimination chamber match, but there's not a whole. I mean, Rawgate Mutant. No, that's ours. That's ours. So much of this card seems like it's just cobbled together at the last minute. Anyways, so Steph is about to give a medical update on Becky after they roll everything that happened last week. Recap package. She's interrupted by Becky. Becky comes down the ring. Uh, Triple H says that Becky, uh, according to Becky's own doctors, who have since communicated with WWE's doctors, that Becky, after rehab, will be cleared for mania. Uh, and so Becky's suspension is lifted. And then Steph says, but... Your match at Mania will only happen if Becky apologizes. Realize your dreams, Becky. I find it funny that your dreams realize your dreams. Mania, it's the match you want to realize you're cleared, but... Apologize. You went too far. Becky tells Triple H Stephanie to take their apology and shove it up their arse. Your arse. Uh, You know what? The one one thing, or one of the things that I really, really loved about Becky's... uh, She's got that sort of what comes off as such an old school Irish mentality. You know, what you tried to do was steal from me. I loved that she put it that way. I thought that was very effective. Yeah. She said, what you did last week was try to steal from me and where I come from, you don't, I don't apologize for that. You got what was coming to you or even Steven, I shouldn't have to apologize. I really love that phrase. What you tried to steal from me. I love that. Yeah. So anyways, Triple H tells Becky that she has the only on the show to apologize or the mania match is not going to happen. Yeah. Just you get, uh, you know, don't let your pride get in the way. Just do dream, it. dream, and then the sign mania point main event. Uh, but no apology, no point at sign. No apology, no point. <laughs> <laughs> Next, Sasha and Bailey taking on Nia and Tamina taking on the Riot Squad. A preview. Of Elimination Chamber Tag yes. Team Women's Titles Match. That's going to be a hot match. It's going to be pretty good. Although, if Sasha's not cleared to compete, which seemingly she's not yet, that might uh, complicate matters. So, anyway, an there's, yeah. there's going to have like a door misfunctional, like malfunctional. Like, or she's stuck in the pod. Oh, I think they're, didn't, oh yeah, they're going to be first, though. So, yeah. that can't be the case. Because you don't start in a pod if you're first. No. There's no else, need for that. Everybody else starts in pods. Just be lingering for two minutes. Mm-hmm. Unless they just want to, but they have to add two pods to the chamber. There's only Is four pods. Is Elimination Chamber one of the matches where they have a whole screen filled with like rules? war games? Like yeah. war games has the whole screen of rules. Yeah, there's rules before Elimination Chamber. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Sasha mm-hmm. and Bailey had a brief picture in picture promo beforehand. It was really low volume. Mm hmm. As did, as did Nia and Tamina. Yeah. Did Tamina actually talk here? Yeah, she talked. Did she? Yeah, she all talked. Right. Sasha and Bailey ran down all the the road bumps Creative has given them over the past yeah, year. Yeah, like fighting each other. Fighting their Although children. Bailey didn't mention the you ain't shit part. <laughs> oh. That might still be her career highlight in the main roster. <laughs> I think it might be, man. Not the title run when she looked down at Sasha and clearly said, you ain't shit in front of like kids. The world. <laughs> In the world. A worldwide viewing audience. Yeah. Um, early on, Sasha was in first. She tagged out immediately. Um, and then she was taken out ringside by Ruby Riot and Sarah Logan driven to the barricade. Mm-hmm. She was selling like some sort of shoulder issue. Yeah. Um, Bailey hits a belly to belly. Bailey to belly on lift. Mina breaks up with a kick to Bailey's face. And in the end, uh, Bailey's pretty much wrestling this match for her own team. Uh, Nia pins her after a Samoa drop. And then now Bailey and Sasha are first in the Women's Elimination Chamber tag team title match. Yep. So 
I wish they would. My only qualm with this is I wish they would have had Sasha fight to get back a little bit. Like Corey Graves even made that point. Oh, yeah. About Becky. Like, she should have been like grabbing and scratching and clawing to get back to that ring to help yeah. her friend out. Instead, yeah. Sasha just sort of whimpered off with yeah. the rest of the medical staff and yeah. referees. Um, next, we had a really good Mandy Rose Sonya Deville promo. Seemed very genuine. I like these these I like promos. The, I know they're well done. They seem like they're just sitting them down and, and just shooting essentially. Yeah, it's no, great. I like them. Talking about the importance of the tag titles. Mm-hmm. It's really good stuff. Next, Finn Balor versus Drew McIntyre. Uh, Bob Lashley. Wait, did Whoa, I skip you, the yeah, Elias you missed stuff? the oh, Elias. Stuff. Elias. Okay, That's this usually is weird. my gimmick, man. I'm usually yeah. The sorry. One so Elias is in the ring. He's introduced. He's strums. We cut to Finn and Becky backstage. She was asking. There were several segments where she was. Getting uh, either advice. solicited yes. or unsolicited advice from various superstars about should she apologize, should she not. And Finn came down on the side of reason. He said, you know, oh, I know what it's like to not swallow my preed. You think it'd be easy to just slap Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush back here? It would, but, you know, sometimes you got to swallow your pride. And, and wait for a moment, to, an opportune moment to. Exactly. So he was basically giving her the green light as, you know, we all know one-time mentor to Becky Lynch when she was super young. Uh, he said, you know what? It's probably better just swallow your pride. At this moment, you can get your chance to... What was that great line? He said, don't let... Man, ah, he said something about the man at the end. I forgot what it was. This is a great line, though. Yeah. Uh, he said, yeah, don't let your pride get the best. Oh, I think he said the, the pride has been the downfall of many men. Many a man. Many a man. Don't, don't let me be yeah. the fall of the man. Thank you. That was good. Uh, and then he walks off and Becky says, thanks, Finn. By the way, your abs still look awesome. That was a great line. It's truth. And true truth so after that back to the ring Elias strums that E minor chord again and then they roll a Seth Rollins video package it all was so clumsily done it just seemed like there was uh, some production issues it's one of those things that was kind of I mean it's a clever idea but when you're watching it you sort of immediately go oh I know what they're doing okay but why is this so clumsy that some people might think did someone get their cue wrong so they roll the Seth Rollins video package highlighting his whole year um, and then back to the ring, Elias strums that E minor chord again. This time he's interrupted by Lucha House Party. I really love Lucha House Party, man. Even like when Kalisto gets on the mic, <laughs> I really, I don't know what it is. He's, he comes off as genuine these days. Like, I know. You just tell him to go out there and I know. get to the point I know. of things. He I know, they're great. They're, they're, I really like them. They're fun. I'd be very sad if Grand Metal League was unhappy as we've heard before. I know. You know, that'd be a bummer. It would be. Yeah. But I really like they're them. just they're a lot of fun. They, they Lindsay really, Dorado's great. They actually do inhabit that gimmick of man. They're fun. They're fun. Yeah. So they say they want to walk with Elias. Um, Elias starts to sing, and then uh, Eli- uh, sorry, Luch House Party gives the performance a huge thumbs down. Well, because he runs down Grand Rapids, Michigan, mm-hmm. uh, he says he needs beer goggles to consider anybody there pretty. That was a pretty good line. That was a good line. And he said, oh, man, I forget. He said I compared the town to garbage. That's usually that's his go-to. Usually his go-to. That's his go-to. Yeah. yeah, it was good. So, uh, yeah, but it, the crowd booed because they're all from yeah, Grand Rapids. Yeah. And Lucha House Party gave it unanimous. Thumbs, thumbs down, down. And then Elias gets in their faces and says, do you think you could do better? And Kalisto says, yeah. So yeah. He, he grabs the guitar. Uh, what did Grand Metalik say? Because he asked each one. I thought he said that he could sing. Oh, is that what he said? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Then Kalisa said, yeah, let me sit down. I'll do it. And so Elias hands him his guitar. He, uh, he picks a few notes. 
Not too bad. Elias is impressed. He says he wants to do a duet. Let me grab my guitar back here. <laughs> Just and annihilates over Kalisto's <laughs> back. Just annihilates. And then he immediately bolts out of there. That's great. Oh, that was fun stuff. Then the Manny Rose Sonya Deville promo, which is really good. Then Finn Balor versus Drew oh McIntyre. Oh, my goodness. This just Bob Lashley and Leo Rush with ringside, and they distract Finn right as the bell rings, so Drew McIntyre instantly gets the upper hand. Uh, it was an all right match. It just felt like the specter of Lashley and Rush to ringside was just too much. He knew they were going to get involved again, so it didn't really last that long. Yeah, like in kayfabe, John Cohn is a terrible ref. Why would he, like, at the first hint of them milling, of, of them getting in the business... Why wasn't he like, okay, no, you're, you're done. I know. Get out of like here. What, what business do they really have being down there? Zero. None of the business. They weren't at commentary. They weren't providing any entertainment value to the show. They were just milling about. Right. Kick them out, John Cohn. Kayfabe at Gorilla. Who, like, what do they say? Do they just walk out there? Or do they get information? It seemed from like them? a very WCW thing where Leo Rush or Bob Lashley goes to Vince Trichelli and says, kayfabe-wise, I'm going to ringside. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're like, all right, who might have stopped you? Yeah, exactly. No accountability here in WCW. So, uh, Did you say WCW or WCW? I, I don't remember. Okay. Finn goes up for a coup de gras. Lashley pushes him off the top rope. A ref calls for the bell. DQ. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Drew and Bob Lashley start beating down on Finn. Kurt Angle comes down the ring, tries to make the save. Baron comes down to attack hey. and attacks Kurt while he has Leo Rush in the ankle lock. Then Braun comes down, uh, kind of clears house. What do you think is going to happen next after commercial break? A match with everybody that's in the ring. Six-man tag match. You got that right. Interrupting that match. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. So anyways, then we had Kurt Angle. That six-man tag match. Finn Balor, Braun Strowman versus Drew Which was a mess unto itself. Baron Corbin. Because we effectively had two matches in one match. I know. Again, due to the poor refereeing in this instance by one John Cohn. I feel feel like uh, they just like cut up. I don't know where these are all going to land at Mania. I'm assuming Finn's going to get that IC title. That seems obvious. Yeah. He just, I, I really feel like he's above all of this. Both he and Drew. So hopefully after Mania, he'll get into a quality field. Hopefully he'll do a lot of good stuff with that IC I title. I hope so. I hope so. That seems to be the trajectory. Although part of me is hoping he doesn't get the IC title and then uh, goes over to SmackDown Live TV. Competes that WWE title against Daniel Bryan. I think that'd be swell. You know what would be cool? What would if you have it both ways? He has the IC title. He goes to SmackDown with it. Oh, they trade the U.S. Trades title. The US yeah, title, that could work. That could work. And then he gets up to the. And then here's the thing: he has the IC title. He's got better creative because he's on SmackDown. Uh, and then he gets the WWE title, but he also has the IC title. All the belts. And then he goes and he beats whoever the tag title holders are. Miz and for their Shane. titles. Yeah, he gets those too. Yeah, I think that'd be great. Great and idea. And then in an intergender attraction, he uh, beats Oscar and gets the women's title. As all well. the belts. Yeah. Finn should have all the belts. He really should. So, anyways, uh, Kurt Angle hits an angle slam. Baron comes in and breaks. I mean, this wasn't a bad. These weren't bad matches. <laughs> um, this didn't really advance anything. I didn't feel like. Yeah, when they're when they're spinning their wheels, it's just not terribly interesting. It's like okay, well, let's get all these stories put together in one match, and something good will, ha- will happen here, with it. Here's the thing, also, just toss Leo Rush into this match. 
I love yeah. watching him. Oh, wrestle. he's great. He's so much fun. Uh, Baron breaks up the pin. Lashley hits his finisher on Finn. Finn gets his foot in the bottom rope, but John Cohen misses it. Counts the pinfall victory for Team Lashley. However, uh, crowd's booing. A bunch of refs run out and said, "Hey, John Cohen, you screwed up." Um, this is what really happened. And without even reviewing the video evidence, I believe John Cohen decides to restart the match. So I know this guy got on my radar fairly recently. The the ref who came down to tell John Cohen that he that he screwed up again. He's newer than John Cohn, from what I can tell, anyways. He's the Heath Slater looking guy. Yeah, yeah. That isn't Heath Slater. Well, the one that's like the Heath Slater, uh, Dean Ambrose. Yeah, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He had to come down. He's like, man, I've only been here for like six weeks. And even I could see that you messed up, John Cohn. The funny thing is, here's the crazy thing about it the position of John Cohn was directly, like, I thought he moved into that position in order to, to, to witness. The rope thing, because he gets he he literally swung into position right next to the rope, and I was like, "Oh, he's doing that because Finn is obviously going to put his his foot on the rope." Yeah, man, I'll make tell him you, look man. like an idiot. I'll tell you, man. I'll tell you. Anyways, match is restarted. Lashley goes for a spear. Braun counters with a power slam, and then Finn hits a coup de gras on Lashley, pick up the win. Yeah, they make you think the mask going to mean Finn's win that title at Elimination Chamber, then they swerved you. So now the math says that Lashley's going to retain, but of course he's going to retain. It's a handicap match. Yeah, it's probably going to be like a DQ finish. Yeah, it's going to be a wonky finish. Yeah. Next, this was great. Kevin Owens is sitting at a bowling alley and decided to do an iPhone promo. Give me an hour this week. Give me an hour of Kevin Owens. I want bowling lessons from Kevin Owens. I mean, obviously he doesn't know how to bowl because he rolled the gutter ball. Doesn't matter. I still want to take bowling lessons from him. Yeah, or just with him. Take yeah. a bowling class. Remember when we took bowling class? You took it twice. I did because I love bowling. Did you get credit each time you took it? You could do that. You could just take. Maybe not. Maybe I just realized it was a really good value. You pay, what was it, thirteen dollars a credit? Yeah. So I paid thirteen dollars for all for bowling. Yeah, man, that was awesome. Yeah. For like, yeah, a weekly, like two hours of bowling. Yeah, I got pretty decent too. Yeah, I rolled like a two hundred and something, two twenty five or something like that. I think that's my high score. Impressive. I got pretty decent at it. Yeah. Good job. I don't think I do that now. It's back when I had my curve perfect. Bowling for me is all mental. It's a lot. It's, it's it's like a lot of other games or athletic endeavors. It's all about uh, uh, muscle memory yeah. and getting your form exactly the same way for every me, time. For me, it's about headspace. It's man, I get on a roll. And oh, I, I get, gets in your I head. Get, I get yeah, to yeah, my yeah. head. You get two strikes in a row. And you really want that turkey. Yeah. And then, wrong. You spin a seven. Yeah, I'm my own worst enemy. Yeah, but then again, if your form's perfect every time and you have confidence in your form, you can extinguish those thoughts. He's like, all right. I'll trust muscle memory in my form. It'll be good. Nah, man. And so I'll get in the right rotation on that spin. Headspace. So you hit right between the, the front pin, the one next to it. He's coming back in a month. Yeah, about a month, he said. Uh, so that's before Mania. Is there anything... Like, when I watched his promo, I was like, man, is he coming back as, like, some sort of, like, awesome everyman? Like, he's bowling. Maybe. He's being very matter-of-fact. He's, yeah, he's talking about... Didn't well, tell me what brand I'm going to go on. I've been watching Raw and SmackDown. And it was, he said it was difficult to watch because he was watching people out there doing stuff that he's the very best at doing. But before that, he really talked about taking this opportunity while family. hurt to be with his family. Oh man, it was great. It yeah. was like, I oh, mean, it is an every man type thing. I wonder if he's going to come back as a, like a, hopefully it's like a tweener, like a face guy. Yeah, I hope so. Oh, I love it. I hope so. I love it. He's not a heel, but he's not he, he, he he's not afraid to say that he's the very best. Right, exactly. Anyways, he said he'll be back in about a month. No word on whether Raw or SmackDown. Hopefully SmackDown. Yeah, they have no idea. They don't know what they're doing. No. They just Maybe it'll know. be Kevin Owens, Daniel Bryan, at WrestleMania. 
Boy, that'd, that'd be, be stellar. Else. That'd be stellar. Stellar. Next, be Becky Lynch stellar. interview. Uh, Charlie asks her, you know, uh, uh, are you going to let down your fans if you don't apologize? Charlie, once again, was... She didn't have know. as much stank on her questions as she did last week, though. This, in, in this one in particular, mm -hmm. it was like, are you going to let down your fans mm -hmm. by not giving them what they want? And Becky says, that's none of your business. <clears throat> none of your business. Next, Nikki Cross versus Ruby Riot. Could have uh, done without this. Being yeah, this match was interrupted by a Becky Ronda segment backstage. Not huge on Nikki Cross eating losses. I know, where Ronda's like imploring Becky just to apologize so they don't lose their huge WrestleMania moment. Yeah, I can chalk this one down to no. I'm for one on one hand, I'm happy Ruby Riot picked up a singles victory. It was a quality win. I thought that was good. I think that one of the one of the problems though with Elimination Chamber, and you, you've pointed out, so like there's there's some cool things about Elimination Chamber. They've really built up this women's tag thing to matter. Yeah, I really appreciate that aspect of it. Uh, the SmackDown Men's Elimination Chamber. Granted, we know the outcome of that one because they just had that title made up. Um, but it should still be a good match. The most egregious one of all these, though, is the Raw Women's Championship match. They're looking just right past it. So far past. This is like barely a speed bump. And they try to mention, well, you know, Ruby Riot could really throw a speed bump in this whole thing. No. 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 Not even a possibility. I just feel like they're insulting our intelligence by even booking this match. I mean, it's great for Ruby Riot. She gets a title opportunity at a pay-per-view. Good for her. I'm sure, I'm sure she'll put in a really great performance. But from a storytelling perspective... It's such an afterthought. Like we knew, and that, we know that Ronda's going to win. We knew that Finn was going to lose to Brock at Rumble. We yeah. knew that. Yeah, yeah. But man, how many? You know, we had a lot of people saying, "Hey, but but, what if he was the demon and he picked up the win? Mm -hmm. What if he? What, are you sure? Are you sure? And then the, any possibility? Well, the go home show, they, or the one of the previous shows, they set up where Vince was setting things up with the whole David Goliath thing. Yeah. That if Finn doesn't win, it would validate everything. Essentially, heal Vince was saying it right. puts a thought in your head. Well, Vince Hill really shouldn't be on the winning side of this so argument. You can get, you can get, you can fake it, you can build it, you can yeah. build it, knowing that no, it's not going to happen. But they haven't even tried. No, they even bothered. They have not even tried. Just giving Corey Graves a couple of lines to read. Yeah, that's not really building anything, man. No, it's not. It's not building anything like, at all. Why are you even having this match? Doesn't make a lick of sense. Keep no Ron, sense. Keep Ronda off it and just I don't know, do do a little thing with Becky or Charlotte or something. I don't know. Yeah. Those are things that can be done. Yeah. Uh, next, we got a Seth Rollins promo. He came to the ring, talked about winning the Rumble. Childhood dream. Said and he's going to do... A two-minute Ruby Riot promo would have been nice. Yeah. Uh, Seth said he's going to do anything, anything, and everything to get that universal title off Brock Lesnar. Yeah. And then Paul Heyman comes down, interrupts him. He introduces Brock, but Brock's not there, of course. Um, he does his whole, you know, Brock's going to win. Um you know, hey, Seth, you're great, but you're not the caliber athlete that Brock Lesnar is. Brock's going to win, and that's not a prediction. That's a spoiler. And then Seth says he'll go so far as to sell his soul to the devil himself. Man, if somebody over there. walk away, Mania Universal Champion. Somebody over there at Boom Studios isn't paying attention. I want to see, because Seth's probably going to win at Mania. Oh, yeah. I want to see Seth selling his soul to the devil yep. to get that title in a Boom Studios WWE comic book. Yep. That's what you guys got to be writing right now. Yep. Um, and then uh, Seth says, that's not a prediction. That's a spoiler. Ooh, and Heyman, Heyman had a look on his face like he was a little bit concerned. What about now Seth Rollins visits? There's still too much Mania. He visits Bray Wyatt. There you go. Then he, he says, I hear you know Satan. Hey, Bray, do you still have demonic powers? <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. I just do so in the production truck, man. No, nah, man. I know Lucifer himself. 
He works in the production truck. <laughs> yeah. His real name's just Lou. His <laughs> name's Lou. <laughs> He's a good guy. Knows after effects. Uh, so anyways, after that, Dean Ambrose comes down the ring, asks for the mic, and says, I got the only thing I got to say to you is slay the beast. I got to say to you, slay the beast. And then he goes and chills out ringside. What? What? He's doing all the honors on the way out, man. <laughs> Put Seth over. Oh, ultimately man. Ultimately get a job to EC3. Yeah. Hey, they're still using him, though. That's good. At least yeah. they're, they're using him. Yep. Yeah, uh, slay the beast. Yeah. Uh, Iconics did their promo next. Was it the same one they rolled last week? Probably. I know. Anyways, it's like still really same, good. Might be different footage, but yeah, it was, it was, it was good. It was fine. It was good. Um, then Dean Ambrose versus EC3. It was fine. Dean picked up kind of like a fluke win with uh, a cradle. He did the same thing EC3 did him the week before. So this would be another one of the, the who Dolph, oh, the Dolph Bob Rude things. Where they the first two matches they just beat each other with roll ups. Oh lord. That's what this didn't is. That go, be. Didn't that didn't they do that like seven matches? Yeah, they did. And they did their, that a lot, didn't and they? And then their best match, the two out of three falls match, like half the match happened during a picture in picture commercial break oh on SmackDown. Oh my gosh. And one of one of the pin one of the pinfalls happened during a commercial break. Yeah, I remember. It's that. pretty lousy. Uh next, Becky and Alexa backstage. Alexa's uh telling Becky not to apologize. So we look up to you backstage and we think you should not apologize. And Becky says, Oh, I see what you're doing. If I don't apologize, my spot will be up. I'm just turning into Tyson Tebow now. She says, if I don't apologize, my spot at WrestleMania will be up for grabs, and you're probably going to go after it. And Alex was like, fine. You don't think I'm serious? Then go out there and apologize. Everybody's going to call you a sellout. You violates your own principles. And so I was like, wait, was Alexa trying to be manipulative? Yeah. Or was she not? And then Becky says, there's not a genuine bone in your whole body. If I go out there and apologize, you don't think I'm going to be selling out for WrestleMania? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good line. Uh, after that, we had a, a fantastic match: Rude and Gable versus Revival. Man, Chad Gable is something else. He is something else. He's really good. That he rolling really German heavily, suplex. He was really heavily featured in this match. That rolling German suplex is amazing. Magnifique. Amazing. Yeah, it's really good. The finish saw. Uh, it was a pretty long. It was like a twenty-minute match. Yeah, so. I think it, it was not quite the forty-minute house show match, but like uh, at one point Rude and Gable is going for their finisher revival reverse but instead they hit like this blockbuster German suplex combo that was crazy yeah Scott Dawson broke that up revival hits do- hit doomsday device Rude breaks that up in the end Gable uh, goes for like a second rope cross body and gets caught with a shatter machine that was a great it's finish pretty cool yeah and the revival win their tag titles they go backstage Charlie's waiting for them and uh, they're happy they won the titles, mm-hmm. so confirmed they were happy about that. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least in kayfabe, yes. So, I mean, I wonder, is that, so that's cool. They go backstage a couple weeks ago, say, yeah, we don't want to be here anymore. Well, that was a couple months ago now. About Christmas, a month ago, a month and a half ago. And they say, yeah, we, we, we want out of here. Uh, and then they say, uh, no, you're good. We'll, we'll just make the tag division better. And now it's a bit better, better matches. No more of that wonky Lucha House Party stuff. Yeah, House Party rules. Yeah. Uh, and uh, in a series of terrific matches, uh, the Revival pick up the tag titles. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if they can keep the Revival happy by continuing to feature quality entertainment within the tag yes, division. Yes, and that's the key. That's the key. The the key. Letting these quality tag teams show uh, show off their skills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, main event mm-hmm. segment. Saw Becky Lynch walk to the ring. She was met there by Triple H and Stephanie. Um, and, you know, they again tell her, you know, this is, you got to do this mm-hmm. if you want this. And she says, all right, let's get this out of the way. I'm sorry. But she says, I want assurance that 
you know, she says, I don't trust you. I want all assurances that, that you're not going to take this opportunity away from me. And Triple H's like, no, done. Shake hands. They leave. Uh, Ronda comes down the ring. You think they're going to start hyping up the Mania match right then and there. Yeah. And then Vince comes out to the ramp. <laughs> says, I don't, I don't appreciate your bad attitude, Becky. Same with you, Ronda. <laughs> he says, Becky, you call yourself the man. Oh, I'm yeah, the man. Wait, wait a second. Wait a second. What? Yeah, he did. He mentioned Ronda, huh? Yeah. What's wrong with her at it? What, what possible reason the Vince have? They're doing this so Charlotte is the heel in this match. And they can keep Becky face and Ronda face. That's why she he said that. That's why. That's funny, man. Uh, and he says, uh, Becky, you call yourself the man. I'm the man. He says, I won't accept your apology. You're suspended for 60 days. That, uh, oh, yeah, it takes you five days past mania. You're not in the match. Here's your replacement in that match. Charlotte Flair. Yeah. She comes out, big giant grin on her face. People are like, boo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. I guess there's, yeah, I liked it, man. I thought it was a recognition of what, of what will really get out of the fan skin. Let's do that. Oh, I definitely did. I love that. Could you imagine? This is how they should have been doing Roman Reigns, man. Just make him company guy till they turn him face and then it'll be super over. Yeah, I know. They should have done it. I know. Instead of like, I mean, it's, it's all perception, but I don't know. Anyways, then Vince says to Ronda, hey, this is the image you better get used to because this is what's happening at the end of Mania. Mm-hmm. Me raising Charlotte's arm in victory. So not only is Charlotte in the match, she's well, she, he says about Charlotte, uh, essentially, uh, she stays in her lane. Mm-hmm. She doesn't cause any issues. Yeah, she stays in her lane. Pretty much saying company, you company know, she's guy. all about the company. Yeah, exactly. Um, which you should be. She should redub Charlotte company man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I liked it. I thought it was good. I liked it. Uh, I like that we're going to get like a good story. I think they learned from that Daniel Bryan thing, man. I think they're going to get like get us a good, decent story going to WrestleMania. I hope so. Yeah. Uh, anyways, let's uh, do question time. Yes, questions. first from uh, somebody message retracted. Thank you, Graham. Too sweet me. Hey guys, did you post the match chat reminder last week? It wasn't on my feed. Yes. Yes. Uh, Kyle Mushigan missed live show yesterday, but my homie and I are on the same section and row as you all. See you there. Oh, who's that? Kyle, Kyle Mushigan. Hey, Kyle. What's up, dude? You don't have to yell at him. What's up, Kyle's friend? Wait, same row as us? Same row, yeah. I'll still yell. Hey, what's up? You good? Try the hot dogs yet. You want beer? Mike Lucas. Uh, what's a bigger feat? Jericho winning the undisputed title, beating The Rock and Stone Cold, or Rollins beating Roman and Cena and lasting over an hour? I mean, historically speaking, is what Jericho did because he beat the the two top names of the Attitude Era to become the first undisputed champion. What was the second option? I'm sorry. Or Rollins beating Cena and Roman, lasting over an hour. From an athletic athletic standpoint, Rollins' feat was more impressive because he lasted over an hour. Oh, if you look if you look at the way Jericho won that, like at Vengeance, if you if you watch it, it was basically a gauntlet with the two biggest names in like, yeah, yeah. history. He had a lot of help winning those matches too. Oh yeah, for there sure. There was interference and such. Uh Robert Lawback. How does the addition of Charlotte affect Asuka? Und undecided. Don't they sh- know. They should move Nikki Cross over to SmackDown. Asuka versus Nikki Cross. Yeah, no. They've already buried Nikki Cross, man. They, I, look, I'd love that. I just don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't what. I don't know what gets a SmackDown Women's Title off the kickoff. I don't know. It's probably gonna be Oscar and Carmella, maybe, maybe. Where Oscar gets her win back after Carmella beat her twice, but they're both faces now. Yeah, I don't see that being the case. Look, I, Oscar versus Mandy. 
In this case, I don't have faith because I still think they think of Oscar and the SmackDown Women's Title now that Charlotte is up. I they they just think of it as an afterthought. Um, so I don't know. I really don't know. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I don't know, yeah, but I don't, I don't have a lot of faith that it's going to be mm-hmm. something great. Mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. I hope they do. I hope they prove me wrong on that. I yes, really do. Me too. I want to be pleasantly surprised. But right now, I don't have faith. I think that they. I think that they're okay. When when Triple H puts everything he has into one story, I think that story will be fine. But then, so many things are collateral damages; they just get ignored. <clears throat> In this case, it's probably going to be that, it's and a that's bummer. a bummer. It it's is a bummer. bummer. It is a bummer. It is a huge bummer. Uh, Jay Sean Lawrence here on the Patreon. Would you guys rather see the WWE's four horsewomen close the show with all the belts, or the last ever Shield fist bump four horsewomen? And that's what I that's what I prefer to see. Yeah, but it's not gonna I mean it can't happen. Well now. no, I'd I'd prefer to see the four horsewomen close the show not with not with all the belts, because that would necessitate Charlotte taking the title off Oscar, which doesn't make any sense given what we're probably gonna get. But I'd be fine with the four horsewomen closing the show. Like if, if Rhonda taps out, Charlotte gives Becky her props, Sasha Bailey uh, uh Sasha Bailey come down. Yeah, you had her right. nails stand for. I think I like that. I think it's good. Why not have both? Have all. We can have the last shield fist bump and that. Oh, so they're all the four horsemen are in the and no, no, the no, shield no, no, two different segments. Seth wins. There can only be one close of the show. He says, "What close of the show?" Oh, it'll be the four horsemen, but we yeah. can still have both moments. How about both moments at the same time? Then the shield come down. Dean comes down. Everybody's like, "Whoa, what's going on?" Intergender special attraction. No. Then Seth Rollins comes down. He's got the title, the universal title. And then Roman shows up. Then Roman shows up, and they all shield fist bump. And all, everybody's just confused. All seven of them. Are they all the shield now? No, they all throw up the four horsewomen sign. Oh, they're so it's so confusing. They're bumping while they're Yeah, there you go. Mike uh Vernier, first super chat after my first live wrestling event. My section sucked, but I still had fun being the only one who cheered for EC three in the revival. Say yeah. Yeah. Uh my, uh Matthew Smith, you guys are awesome. Thank you, Matthew. 
Uh, Kane Carnage, we're talking about Finn winning the Intercontinental Championship, and you would imagine holding it to Mania and beyond, beyond him holding it. But we also suspect Finn going to SmackDown on the shakeup. See, I don't suspect that. I just really want it. Yes. Uh, he said, could we see the Intercontinental title on SmackDown after mm-hmm, Mania? Mm-hmm. I think it's a possibility. I yeah, think it's entirely possible. I mean, it's a fairly prestigious title. If you want that title on Fox, I could see that being yeah. the case. Uh, Jack Daddy Ref, Rich Hardesty. I will be okay with this move if the finish is beginnings of a Charlotte and Becky reconnecting to plant seeds towards Horsewoman versus Horsewoman. Yeah, but with, if, if Ronda, as reported, is going to be taking a break, um, it kind of puts all that in doubt, and it really depends on how quickly Marina Shafir and Jessamyn Duke can well, kind of get no, up to speed in the ring. The, he's talking about planting seeds. Maybe. No, it definitely, definitely. You but, know? you know, without any idea of how long, assuming the reports are true, that Ronda's going to be taking a break to maybe start a family. Mm-hmm. I mean, what if she's out for two years? Hey, Other things could come two up. Two years fly by what if, pretty quick. What if Marina Shafir and or Jessamyn Duke can't really get up to speed in the ring? Oh, well, then it's going to fall apart. Yeah. Yeah, it'll fall apart. Uh, let's see here. Alex Foster. What would you guys be doing in the background of segments? Rochambeau. Rock, yeah. paper, scissors, shoot. Yeah. yeah. Drinking coffee, too, probably. There at the bottom, my main issue is who's well, Oscar? both, man. You don't think so? No. You, you need this to slam it on. No, you don't. Yeah, you do. You might, but I don't. There at the bottom, my main issue is who's Oscar going to wrestle now? We talked about that already. Everybody's Hopefully Nikki Oscar. Cross. Well, yeah, for good reason. How about this? How about this? Special attraction. Intergender special attraction. All right. The NXT UK champion Walter versus Oscar. All right. Oh, Oscar man. goes over. Just Omega Man. I was at Raw last night and holy booze at the end. Yeah, man. I love it. Leonidas Maximus Titanicus. Uh, what is the reason why the McMahons invited Becky to Raw instead of, you know, going to SmackDown, the show she's actually on? I think she's technically on like both now. She's on SmackDown, but she's challenging the Raw. Well, title. now she won't be because she's out of the match. You're suspended. She's, no, she's just on SmackDown. I'm surprised nobody's asked the question: What's going to happen next week? Like, is Becky just going to? Is she going to show up tonight on SmackDown? Is she going to like yeah, she's invade? Not she's not suspended. Oh, yeah, she is suspended. That's right. Okay, yeah, she's, she's apparently... suspended now. She actually going to be gone for sixty days? Like, we'll no. see her a uh, week after Mania. <laughs> no. no. And Combs, nice and the trigger on that. I know. I think, oh, this is going to lead to a storyline. No, no it's just how they do it. The storyline is she's suspended for 60 days. <laughs> uh, uh, hey, guys, I'm in section six for double nothing, but I'm going by myself, so I can't trade with you. Deeply sorry, but I'm glad you're going to be there. Oh, we wouldn't ask anybody to trade seats with us. Oh, man, go oh, man, enjoy go it. Go and have Where a good time. Section, section six. six. So, way down there? Yeah. What's his name? Nicholas. Yeah. Hey, Nicholas. What's going on? It's me, Steve. Larson's here too. Eddie Infamous, forget WWE. I want to know what Kota Ibushi's finally signing with New Japan means for All Elite, considering Kenny said that Kota would be making some appearances there. I don't think he necessarily signed, did he? He just said he wants to stick around for a couple more years. We haven't got confirmation one or one way or the other, but I kind of read between the lines and when he says, I want to be here for three years, I feel that kind of means he might have signed for three years. Right. But possible. we have no confirmation no, either way. None. Uh, although I did see the uh, his quote. About Kenny, when they asked him, "Oh yeah, how do you feel about Kenny?" He says, "I don't think about him anymore." <laughs> I kind of wonder if something actually went down between the two guys. No, I doubt it. Uh, El Hijo del, I think it's the Howdy Howdy Duty. Uh, El Hijo del Diddler. Yeah, son of the Diddler. Yeah. <laughs> Who would you rather see break Honky Tonk Man's Intercontinental Title record? Finn, Mustafa Ali, or Almas? A length, lengthy run. So Finn already has the accolade of being first undis- universal. universal champion. I'm stuck in our universe. Uh, 
Mustafa Ali. Mustafa Ali has to be pretty happy. Almas is not happy. I want him to be happy. All right. And I want him to tell his all his good buddies uh, from uh, the lucha scene. Yes. You know, WWE es bueno. Yeah. Right? To guys like Rush, Bandito. Es muy bueno aquí. Yeah. Vamos. Yes. Ah, WWE. Yeah. He also says breathe with a switchblade. Yeah. You know what's funny is that I was I was thinking about it because I was thinking about just like Finn Balor because who doesn't think about Finn Balor, you know? Constantly, yes. Just constantly. <laughs> constantly, right? Yes. And I was thinking, you know, Switchblade's been using the real thing. And it's just it's it's just it's just flat. He's gotta find his own. He's gotta find his own. Well he has the switchblade thing. He should just do that. Right. Yeah. He's not to be do the real thing. He's just too I don't know. You'll go back and look at Prince Devitt, he's like, Oh, he's scary. He's so intense, real like doing execution style stuff. And then Switchblade's like, Yeah, I'm menacing. Look at me. I call myself like a knife. I'm, I'm I think he can be. The thing is, I, he shouldn't be doing the gun stuff. It should all be knives with him. <laughs> right, yeah. So instead of doing this to people's heads, he should just be doing this to people's heads. He should be like grabbing them and doing yeah. this like super violent. Yeah. He's just sort of, he's just too mellow. Maybe it's all simmering. And I got to watch more. It's not really. Uh, watch his press conference. This isn't watching the dude. No, oh, all right. He's a terrific wrestler, though. Yeah, I'm he's not great. on him. His character work is a lot better than it was when he first debuted. In ring, yeah. It's the cut, it's the cutthroat era now is what it is. Right, because I'm a switchblade. Well, he's a champion now, so get used to him. No, I'm a champion. James Cowie, what are you? What are they going to do with Drew? He doesn't have a match on Sunday. He'll get involved in one of them. Hopefully, it'd be him and Cena and Mania. I think that'd be really good. Who? Oh, Drew. Yeah, oh, Drew and, and Cena would be awesome. Uh, let's see here. CM Punk finds it insulting. Oh, Thayer Thabata. Thayer Thabata. Handicap title matches are one of my WWE pet peeves. Power Rank, the five worst Vince McMahonisms. Wait, are those two separate wait, wait, what, issues? What? No. He says he doesn't like handicap title matches. Oh, okay. When's the last time we saw one? I don't remember. I think it's been a little while. I can't really remember. I mean, no? Yeah. He says power, powering the, the five worst of Vince McMahonisms. Well, these days, number one is being just him being on TV when he clearly has no, no desire. desire to be. And it shows so much. <laughs> Maybe his voice doesn't sound like that, except when he has to muster up the enthusiasm to get on TV. Dude, you saw that XFL. Well, I don't know what it. Yeah, we don't. Know oh that. yeah, the XFL press conference. That was that was quite honestly. Hey, I don't want to be here. <laughs> I don't want to be forward facing publicly at all anymore. <laughs> and yet, I'm obligated to be that. Liam Wagner wants to know uh, what will Eric Rowan's shirt be tonight? Oh, good question. He says he thinks it's either going to be Mastodon. Yeah, I was hoping I was about to say Mastodon or, too. Or what is this, Meshuga? Meshuga? Yeah, Meshuga. Yeah. Mastodon's really good. I've actually heard of Mastodon before. I've heard of Meshuggah. They, they've been around for a while. Sounds familiar. Mastodon's a really good band. Mm-hmm. Low Kane, Heath Slater, Dean Ref has been there for years, lol. He's been there a little while. But really? I think, I think John Cohn's probably been there longer. Did he just grow wrong. a beard? And a, I just, he did just grow a beard. Okay. The beard's new. Okay. Well, that's why then. Or new-ish. El Hijo. They should have let Ambrose lead Sandy. Thoughts? Well, he's leaving. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> Well, maybe the question, maybe the the point. No, Eric is, Young's a perfectly good leader. <laughs> maybe the question is, would that have made Dean Ambrose happy to lead a group that's never on TV? <laughs> no. Maybe they would have been on TV then. But no, yeah, they have a perfectly good leader. Yeah, Eric Young's great. Eric Young, who I think is probably a decade older than Dean Dean, Dean Ambrose. Yeah, anyways. might be, might be. 
Oh. Uh, Wolfpack for life. Is there anyone that gets a better reaction than Baron Corbin? The crowd erupts with booze when he comes yeah, out. Yeah, he gets a lot of heat. He says he thinks is the good kind of booze, not it is. the go-away booze. It is. It's good heat. I think he's a good heel. Yeah, he is. Ever since he got fired, he's got a, like a massive amount of heel heat on him. I love that I saw on Twitter, the WWE put out a thing saying Braun and Baron was going to fight at Chamber. I don't know what it was. I forget what it was. And somebody, uh, uh, a fan, WWE follower, uh, responded to the tweet with like, oh, man, every time I see Baron Corbin, oh, it's so annoying. I hate him. And then, but he didn't tag Baron Corbin. He didn't tag him. And then Baron Corbin responded to him and said, yeah, but I see you're following me. Uh, find different ways to act like you're cool or something like that. And I was like, oh, no. He searched his name. Oh, no. Oakley Tiger. Kevin Owens should show up with the Undisputed Era at Fastlane. I mean, that'd be cool. I still feel like there's, I don't know. This is a good question. What? Bud Ryan makes a good point here. Should refs be fired if they keep missing rope breaks and tags? Yeah. Why is John Cone still a ref? He makes so many mistakes kayfabe-wise. That's a good point. At least be suspended. Refs need to be fired and suspended. There should be a disciplinary hearing for the referees, and we should see that all on TV or at least on WWE YouTube. I agree. Yeah, make that a network special. I mean, if there's like a, a, a wrestler's court backstage mm-hmm. for the wrestlers, it should be the same for referees. Referee all the referees should get together and, with, and say, John, you're giving us a bad name because your referee has been garbage of late. Who's mediating this? Who's the who's the judge? Oh, it's got to be Kyoto. No, Little Nate. Yeah, Little Nate. Who is the, is the longest tenured ref? Mm-hmm. Who carries most weight backstage? Oh man, Little Pen- Nate. Penultimate Tommy Wiseau. Westminster Dog Show is happening this week. Does that mean Raw's going to be preempted? No, Raw was on last night. <laughs> Remember when they used to do yeah. that? Yeah, <laughs> they were like, "Why are we being preempted for a dog show? We're going to TNN or Spike or whatever." Yeah. Anyways, uh, uh, penultimate Tommy Wiseau says, should managers and their respective wrestlers hold a similar type of event? Should they hold a dog show? I don't get the question. Well, obviously, yeah, I think, yeah, they should. I would love to see a dog show run by wrestlers. Okay, if that's the question, then sure. Did you see that? There was a video floating around Twitter of, you know, those great, it was probably from the Westminster Dog Show. Uh, you know those uh, obstacle courses they have dogs mm-hmm. run that are amazing? Oh, yeah, yeah, that, I saw the one with the bulldog. That was cool. Oh, no. It was like one little, I yeah, know, yeah, little how, furry dog. Yeah, how fast. Yeah, how fast. Oh, my god! Those agility courses, yeah. The one where it was like going in and out of the, holy moly. Like the cone drill. That was amazing. Josh Little after Seth promo was a likelihood that he will slay the beast. It's, right now, it's like 2% botch that Brock wins. Oh, yeah. Seth, Seth wins 100%. Seth wins. Yeah. Uh, Joe Juarez. What was shocking was Cole saying wrestling. I missed that. You say wrestling? Oh, I didn't. I didn't pay attention. Uh, prediction tag champ AO Worm. So will Becky just start invading the show until uh-huh. she's in the match? Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So here's the thing that I kind of like about it is that they did a cutaway to Triple H and, and Stephanie while Vince was rambling on, and Triple H looked uh, like obviously like he had no idea that Vince was going to do yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Triple H and Steph, being a man and woman right now in the moment of their word, they got what they wanted, so they gave Becky her assurance. Yeah. And now they're going to have an issue, and that I think could make for an interesting story. Or it could be more McMahon's than we really want. Uh, Sawbone Sanchez, thoughts on why Kushida and Shane Strickland were not at the Performance Center for new signees? Well, I don't think Shane Strickland signed yet. I don't think he signed, and Kushida's he does not he doesn't even be going to the Performance Center. He's not. He's you just put him in the ring, dude. Yeah, send him to SmackDown. You just toss him right in the ring. Kushida versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. Kushida versus Ray versus Almas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Just Omega Man. I popped so hard when the revival won. 
Say yeah. Yeah. James Rodriguez did the fuck. Wait, what did you just. Who was that? Oh, Omega Man. Oh, okay. Pops out, ruined the revival one. James uh, did the final segment feel like the perfect representation of the struggles that fans have with WWE Creative. At first, we see Triple H saying something that gives the fans what they want, uh, only for Vince to come out at the literal last minute and change his mind about who he wants to push. Well, that was all done to make the, to, to make the fans upset. Yeah. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. They're trying to make the fans upset in this scenario, so when Becky is putting back in the match, the fans will respond in the opposite fashion. They will 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 cheer overwhelmingly. They will cheer instead of boo. Yeah. Last night we got the boo. The boo, yeah. Boo leads to the cheer. Yes. Drew, every day, name one main roster storyline the last decade that convinces you they'll stick the landing with Becky Lynch, Roman, Brock, Daniel Bryan, CM Punk. It's probably Daniel Bryan. Uh, that just uh, convinces to stick the landing with Becky. Yeah, Daniel Bryan. And for that matter, kind of CM Punk. With oh, the money in the, the bank. bank stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, my, 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 my biggest thing is just you look at Daniel Bryan and you look at the 2004. Uh, let's see here. No. El Hijo. Anyone else ready for the Sky Pirates to be on main? Yeah. Yo Shirai and Kyrie Sane should be the sixth team in the uh, Elimination like Chamber yesterday. Tag Match, man, and they should win it. Like yes. Especially if Sasha's hurt. John Mackey, are we looking at a Charlotte Vince Alliance? Yes. That seemed abundantly clear last night. Yes, correct. In fact, I, I'm looking forward to that Ric Flair birthday celebration. Oh, that's, that's going to be interesting. Be part of the story. Oh yeah. Neil Chopra, do you agree? That losing talent will actually be beneficial to WWE. They have lots of amazing wrestlers and struggle utilizing them. Yes. Crazy to think Samoa Joe still hasn't held a championship on the main roster. Cheers. Yeah, I think you're no, right. No, I think they got they got relieve relieve the pressure. Yep. Uh, priceless Prince Cruz. <clears throat> Uh, after listening to your ideas on all elite wrestling, maybe focusing on tag team wrestling, uh, do you believe the New Day are WWE for life <clears throat> or due to their ties with Kenny and the Young Bucks, give the idea uh, the New Day that there might be life for the New Day in all elite wrestling? I think the fact that Xavier Woods was allegedly, according to some reports, one of the people trying to recruit uh, Kenny Omega to WWE. Mm-hmm. I would find it difficult to believe the New Day would ever leave. Um, on top of that, he's got that up, up, down, down thing, which is directly like which is owned by WWE. Uh, and I think he might see a future post wrestling in yeah. that. Yeah, I think it'd be silly for him to leave. Yeah, I think so too. Definitely, definitely. Uh, I'm looking at these first time questions here. Uh, oh, wow, uh, Kinniku Bone Man, who's a better rapper? John Cena 
Or the Macho Man, be a man. Oh yeah. Oh, John Cena. I kn- did you ever listen to, to Macho Man? I think I listened to like one. Track. I listened to that song, the Be, be a man, man, Be a Man song. Cena's a better rapper. Yeah. Yeah, I think he is. But you know, I give A for effort to Macho Man. Yeah, he tried. I'm just gonna hit up Discord really quick. Are we gonna start including that in our 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 rankings, our math? Rapping? No, just talents outside the ring. No. Okay, that's it. Well, okay, hold on a second. Here's the problem with that. Yeah, no, that that's included kind of in legacy. Yes, absolutely. Yes, yes. Because like Benoit would get a big fat negative ten in legacy. Mm -hmm. He'd be the only guy I think who gets negatives Mm -hmm. in legacy. Mm -hmm. But you look at everything else. You know, he does pretty good. Mm -hmm. But legacy will kill his score. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's see here. Oh man, a couple people here in Discord: Jimmy Thomas and Henry Harris, both pointing out uh, that you're wearing a hoodie from a certain company. Yeah, I found this in the back of my closet. Uh, Henry Harris says, "Owning uh, owning Machinima confirmed. <laughs> Do we own Machinima? Are no. you owning Machinima? No. Um, I just needed a hoodie, and I found this. Over I the really weekend. I miss mine. I don't know what happened to mine, but it's a very comfy. It hoodie. is a good. It's a good hoodie. This is yeah. this is back from the custom loadout days. <laughs> you just wanted to drop a custom loadout. I know, reference. man. I know. Isn't it crazy that they didn't take so full advantage? Like, look at how Rooster Teeth does it with like their huge merchandise line that's like immaculate." And Machinima never thought to put out more than like a couple little things and no real push behind it. They would have sold merch hand over fist. Yeah, they didn't really push the merch of like their branded in-house shows. That's insane. Like it'd been cool if they had made a 10 for the wind shirt. I know. They never did though. Somebody needs to make a 10 for the wind shirt. I really shirt. wish I had bought back when the, oh yeah. Um, <laughs> they had that respawn shirt and they had Sark and Hutch and Nanners and respawn. I know, I wish I had bought that one back in the day. I thought that was cool. I know. Anyways, that's pretty much it. I uh, want to mention this really quick on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. At the $20 mark, you get the Friendo Care Package. It's a comic book, stickers, and a double-sided poster of Top Notch and Mecha Santa. Uh, so you have to decide. No decision. It's, you it's, have to decide. It's Top Notch. Uh, where you want your Mecha Santa side to be placed up. You also get no, Top Notch uh, side, man. a postcard. Uh, it's all legacy stuff, so our old school logo. You can only mm-hmm. find this stuff on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Correct. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We've got an uh, episode of Overrun for the $5 and oh, up It's Truth Exposed Day. It's Truth Exposed Day. Patrick Sparks and I, hopefully you're watching. We need a Truth Exposed video. We're going to expose the conspiracy yes. today or a supernatural Ricky Scurvy says SmackDown Preview botched again. There's so much to talk about today. Maybe we'll do that in post show. We'll do SmackDown Preview and Overrun today. Ouch. We're paywalling the SmackDown preview. Here's my preview of SmackDown. It's going to be, it's literally, we can, podcast, we can do whatever we want. Um, we don't have to, you don't have to, we can do it. You want to do it? Well, I mean, if we can do the official thing, we can just run through it like we did. I don't want to all of a sudden just paywall it. All right, all right, I understand that. I'm saying, we, but we should still do it. Yeah, we'll do a SmackDown preview. Real quick, like. Just a real quick one. We'll just run through we'll what, speed they, run what, it. what the headlines are for the day. There you go. Preview. Preview. There you go. Uh, what do we expect? High stakes gauntlet match I'll to go take. The headlines are up though. There you go. But they're also right here in but larger font. All in one place. High stakes gauntlet match take place. Side who enters last in elimination chamber match. That'd be cool. Everybody from the elimination chamber match is gonna be in that. That's cool. 
Uh, the Usos join Shane and Miz for McMiz TV. Should be Miz Miz Man yeah. TV. And then will Andrade start to end? Will this? Will he start to end the legend of Rey Mysterio? They they could have worded that less a odd. lot better. Will this be the beginning of, of the, the end, end? I know of the legend of Rey Mysterio. Thanks to Andrade. Yeah. What does Charlotte Flair's WrestleMania shocker mean for Team Blue? Ooh, see, lots I like, of booze. I like going down here and looking at the stills to see what if there's any clues. <laughs> Not really. Anyway, this is your SmackDown preview. Woo! Good SmackDown preview. Anyways, here's an ad for Patreon. Till next time, talk to you guys later. Bye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.